What's up, everybody? I'm Doc McButt, and this is Bread and Butter, where we're serving up the basics the average player needs for Hearthstone improvement. And I think it's time to set the table. So, Tito, have you been? It's been a been a weird week. I'm not gonna lie, Doc. Um, on Friday, I had to take my uh, Dalmatian to the doggy ER which um, made a long night. I was there from about 8.45 until about 5 in the morning because Ooh. because she wasn't doing great, but it's it's done based on triage. So you're sitting there, and they're like, you're next, but then some dog comes in with a seizure or something like that, so they're next. And um, it was just a long night, but turns out it was just... I, I forget the name of it, but um, she had something that... The, she got it from a tick, but it, it normally if you have a tick guard like um, uh, Advantix or whatever, it'll kill the tick before it can transmit stuff like Lyme disease. But this was something that acts faster than that, so it could get in before the tick. So some some hydration and some uh, medicine, and she's she was up and about the next day and, and back to her normal self in a couple days. And um, that just kind of set my week off because, you know, having a whole night awake and then doing your normal things, but... I'm kind of, I'm kind, you know, she's good. I'm hoping to be back into normal next week. I'm in a wedding uh, this weekend. I'm the best man at my uh, friend's wedding, so we have the rehearsal dinner Friday and the wedding on Saturday. So it's been a lot of stuff affecting games and, and content creation and all that stuff. But that's fine. We'll be back to normal next week. But um, I've been enjoying it, um, playing some games and stuff. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, how about you, Doc? What you been up to? Um, so I just got back from vacation. Uh, I got to meet my niece for the first time. She's just over a month old, and she's beautiful and perfect, and I will die for her. Um, it was really good. Like, it was the first time I saw my sister for something happy in almost three years. Um, it was the first, same with my mom and then and her boyfriend. It was just been a long time away from home, so it was really really nice it was really strange because like i'm from washington state so pacific northwest very rainy especially during october in the fall but they hadn't even had their first rain yet and it was still in like the 70s and there was a fire kind of towards the portland area but it was giving us a lot of uh, a lot of really bad air quality like i think uh the air quality got up to a high of like 151 parts per million for i mean i forget the specifics of how that's measured but it's like really bad and like we basically couldn't go outside for health reasons uh which was very unfortunate uh, i got a new tattoo that was dope um it's a uh, mosasaurus i'm definitely going next time i go home i'm definitely going back to the same person okay wait um, i i find this whole thing fascinating because you didn't just get a tattoo because it i have i've never got a tattoo um and i i've actually I've, I've been in the military and I've really thought about getting tattoos at some points. I, I, I and, and I had some ideas. I almost got Nightcrawler from the X-Men from back in the day. I almost got a don't tread on me because, you know, the army in America. Woo, but but it kind of means different things. It hits differently nowadays. So I'm kind of glad I didn't go that route. But um, but you did something different. Like I would have to I, you know, if I'm going to put something permanently in my body, I have to really be positive that's what i want that's why i don't have a tattoo yet but you did something different doc so so tell us how you got the tattoo that you picked yeah so uh on instagram the artist she goes by lock jess monster her shop is jurassic inc um so she specializes in like dinosaur themed tattoos so she does this thing where it's a mystery egg where you walk in she has a dinosaur nest set on their desk and you pick an egg, you open it, and that's what you get. Um, and every egg is something she hasn't done yet through doing eggs. And so with stuff like this, what they do generally is it's a it's almost a better deal for the like for the canvas. So for like the person, because uh, it was two hundred and fifty dollars, but it, it took almost two hours. So. It's like 125 bucks an hour. That's very reasonable. Um, my my tattoo on my arm, that artist was 142 an hour. So like it's it's a cheaper way of getting a tattoo. Yes, it's random, but like I love dinosaurs and prehistoric stuff so much. Like it really didn't matter what I was going to get. I was going to love it anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's just a very random thing. Uh, but here we have a guest today. 
I hear they ride giant reptiles. Uh, Dragon Rider, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I uh, I love tattoos, and yes, yours turned out fantastic. I have I have a handful myself. <laughs> they are totally nerdy and gaming related, and I love them. But have they ever uh, been random? You know, I haven't gone in on that yet, but the artist that I go to uh, does have like a rent, like one of those, uh, you know, kind of like the old gumball machine style things uh, with a little plastic ball, very mm -hmm. similar idea. Um, that's all Pokemon. Oh, yes. So, yeah, it's like the original like 151 Pokemon she has. So, yeah, I, I haven't committed to that yet, but uh yeah, no, none random, but I guess they're kind of random if you want to look at it that way, because, like, they're all, like, mashups. So, yeah. This has been Bread and Butter Tattoo Talk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting a little hungry, so I think we'll slide in for some appetizers. Oh, Homer, don't fill up on bread! Uh, Dragon Rider, what have you been doing in Hearthstone uh, lately or just any other games that you've been playing? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's been a lot lately, I will say. I mean, even in the last, like, week or so, I've probably played, like, five different card games, uh, different modes. Uh, been playing standard, but, like, a little less than normal. Uh, been trying to play a lot of Hearthstone Battlegrounds. I've uh, been playing Marvel Snap the last two days since that's launched, uh, trying to kind of squeeze in at least a little bit of like some uh, Legends of Runeterra, uh, playing some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, been all over the place um, since I kind of have rebranded somewhat recently to uh, kind of card games in general instead of just Hearthstone. Uh, so been kind of doing a lot of stuff, but it's it feels good. So, uh, you know, we're getting there. And that was just all on your that was just all on your stream tonight. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Yeah. So Doc, what have you been playing lately? Um, so I've actually, since I was on vacation, I actually had this thing called like free time. And what is that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually got to play Hearthstone. Um, and I didn't play BGs. I I played ranked because I wanted to play ranked, because I wanted to increase my star multiplier, because I know that if I have the time, I can have a better star bonus than I've had the last couple months. And uh, I went on a 10 game win streak with Beast Hunter and it felt really, really good. Um, now, was that was that pre nerf or post nerf? Post nerf. Ooh. That's post nerf. Um, it was just it just felt really good. I don't know. Like I played some very random like random decks. Like I played a couple like like quest warriors and whatever it was it was a really weird pocket in like platinum that i hit because i got like six star star bonus so i ran out of my bonus at gold five so it was a grind because i mean the most stars i can get is two and so i'm now platinum five um which is nice because i was stuck in plat six plat seven for like three days uh but it felt really good um I love Hearthstone a lot and being able to play it as much or almost as much as I would like to, which I have not been able to do in a very long time, felt really good. And like it shows like if I pick the, a deck that I'm comfortable with and playing it, like I can have the kind of success that I want to have. Um, but it's really fun. And then I've also been playing Marvel Snap because uh, that game's super great. I love it. Uh, so I got into the got into the closed beta on my Samsung. But then I upgraded or I got a new phone because my Samsung was dying because it was like four years old and I got an iPhone. But I was registered in the beta on my Samsung. And so then I couldn't play it. And then it fin full release came out. So I've been able to play it a little bit. Have had like the very interesting like, well, you tied, but like my my power was higher. So I technically won. Happened a couple times. Um, and then I played a weird one today where only I only had like one real location and the other two, one, two and three uh, cost uh, cards couldn't be played on them. And so right before one of the locations got changed because it was West Point or whatever. So it was like this will change locations on turn four. I put in Quicksilver there 
because I had a feeling that it was going to be something dumb. And sure enough, like it helped me get an extra point on there. I don't know. Games are fun, man. And having like Marvel Snap and Hearthstone being in such good spots right now feels really good as a card game player. Uh, Tito. Uh, how's Hearthstone been for you? Well, Hearthstone has been good. I, I do want to tell you, Doc, just so you have, because seeing how you are climbing the ranks and, and, and building up those star bonuses, you're going to be in Diamond pretty soon. And then you're going to get to Diamond 5. And I have a little bit of bad news for you. You do not get any kind of uh, bonus. Like, you do not get two stars. Um, there's no win streaks. You you are from D5 to, to Legend. It's just straight up. You win, you lose. You win, you lose. And 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 it's a bummer. It really kind of, it really kind of hurts because those star bonuses are beautiful. And um, you you'll be there soon. Um, I'm hoping that we get you to legend either by um, you know, you don't want we don't want to push it too hard, but by the end of the year, maybe early January, I think we're gonna be there. So um, just just be ready for that little extra grind in D5. But um, um, I hit legend. Um, I, I don't know if it's the highest I've ever got in, but it was pretty good. I, I got in around two thousand three hundred. Um, I'm decaying because I haven't been playing that much. But um, when I have played, I've done pretty well. I, I think I got there with a uh, pretty much hunter. Um, both post and pro- no, I think I got there before the nerf. Um, but I've been playing a lot of paladin since I've been there. Um. Not Jailer Paladin, although although I, I hear there's actually viable. In fact, I've lost to one or two of them. But um, just kind of a, a, a control build. It's fun. You get to play Order in the Court. You get to get your... Uh, um, it, I'm not playing the Countess in the deck because it's not pure. But it's still a fun deck. Uh, but I played, a, I played a, a bit earlier on. Obviously, like I said, this week has been kind of weird. So Snap's been perfect. Now, the problem with Snap... There's a couple different problems with Snap games are short which is which is great like that doesn't seem like it's a problem except it's very 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 easy to say oh i get time for one more oh i get time for one more and then all of a sudden instead of just getting one more you've gotten six more in and now you're 15 minutes late to whatever you were going to do so the, yes the short time is problematic even though it seems like it's a good thing so it's so easy to just stay in it and i'm still finding locations that i haven't seen before i hit one that was like Hey, you have seven turns. Hey, this game ends in four turns. Um, all kinds of weird things that pop up very, very, very rarely. So um, don't think you've seen everything because who knows what, what's coming down the road. There's a lot of weird ones. But it's been fun. I've been enjoying it all. Um, but that's pretty much it. I, I haven't really been doing all that much outside of that. I wish I would have had Snap on Friday night when I was in the uh, the doggy ER. That would have been something to do. But I ended up playing quite a bit of... Um, uh, Slay the Spire because I needed to not be... I, I got myself almost to a rank floor. I was about three points away from a rank floor in Battlegrounds, and I didn't want to start another game because as soon as they were like, it's time to bring your dog back, um, I would have um, you know lost that game because I would have had to commit. So I just played the Slay the Spire because you could stop that at any point. But um, we, we've I, I think I'm up to 4,500. Um, and I'm just trying to, to, to grind my way through. I had, um, nice. I went to go, to, I wanted to go to bed early the other night and I had like four or five green games in a row and I just didn't want to quit, but, uh, we're getting there, but we're catching up to you, doc. But, um, I don't know about you. I think I'm getting a little hungry. I think it's, um, uh, actually forget that part. Uh, we have other things to talk about before we get to the main course. So, uh, doc, why don't you take it away? Yeah, so Dragon Rider, what is your history with video games and Hearthstone? Oh my gosh. Uh, so I have started feeling really old when I talk about this uh, because I have been playing games since I was a little kid. Uh, and now I can officially say that I've been playing card games for like more than 25 years. And I'm like, oh, well, it no, 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 no. a little bit. Don't feel old. <laughs> Our last guest way. was just a guy. Uh, You're fine. Yeah, but he's like... <laughs> You know, I don't know. He, he's probably only like 25 himself. So, it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, no, it's uh, he's great. Um, card games specifically, though, about 25 years or a little more. Um, but other games beyond that, I grew up playing uh, the old Nintendo and then Nintendo 64. 
um, you know, like uh, Zelda, of course, you had Mario 64, those were classics, uh, then eventually ended up on PC. I played, you know, uh, some Blizzard games. I played some of the Warcraft, like Warcraft 1 and 2 and Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness. That was a big one. Starcraft. I uh, grew up on those kind of games. A uh, ton of other different things. But, uh, and then, you know, then eventually got into, like, card games at around 7 years old, 8 years old, uh, with the Pokemon trading card game originally. Uh, you know, sitting on the hard floor at Toys R Us in a, <laughs> one of those, like, corners where they had everybody. I still have those little badges uh, up in the closet. Um, and then my parents actually owned a Magic the Gathering. Well, it was more like a game shop, but mostly for Magic the Gathering. And uh, on Friday nights, they did Friday Night Magic. Well, at that point, uh, this was, you know, if you are more newer to that, to like magic and stuff, you probably don't even know what DCI means, but, uh, they used to have DCI sanctioned, uh, and yeah, so in order to have like, get your points and, and get your rating and, and climb and like the, essentially like the leaderboards, uh, with that, um, they needed at least eight players and oftentimes they ended up with seven. So, at you know, here I am, this, like, eight-year-old little girl. I'm like, I got a DCI number. And then I'd play in Friday Night Magic and is, tournaments. Is your number, is your number um, four digits? So, you know, that's... <laughs> I, you know, probably. I honestly don't remember it anymore. I haven't played Magic for a while. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> I do remember as a teenager, I went to uh, another Friday night magic tournament and gave them my DCR card. And they looked at me like, this can't be yours. Like what? I was like, yeah, was, here's my number. Like <laughs> they didn't believe it. Can I, can, um, can I ask how, how weird was that? And, like, uh, you know, then like, that's awesome that your parents owned a game shop. Like how, how, how cool was that growing yeah. up? Was that like a, a, a great experience or was it not as good as it sounds? Um, I mean, I, I was pretty young, so, like, I didn't really have to deal with a lot of, like, the business side and, like, you know, caring about customers and stuff. I think probably if I had to do that, it probably would have been a little less fun. But as a kid who was already into gaming and stuff, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Uh, so, you know, growing up. But I think my experience with gaming and then that on top of it um, really honestly led to kind of where I'm at now and kind of the person I became and how involved in gaming uh, I've been over the years. So, um, you know, I, I contribute a lot of, of who I am, where I'm at now to those early years with that, um, you know, and especially the card games, because like card games and, you know, I mentioned that I played like uh, the original Warcraft games and Starcraft. Uh, so that kind of got me into the Blizzard games. And then, you know, ultimately having experience with Blizzard games and card games, when the Hearthstone beta was starting, I got this email. It was like, hey, you should try, uh, you know, this this uh, card game based on World of Warcraft. It was like, uh, card games? Blizzard? Yes, sign me up. And I have not stopped playing since then. So, you know, that ultimately has led me into uh, to Hearthstone and kind of a bit where I'm at now. Awesome. So earlier you did mention yeah, you've just so gone it's through actually, a major rebrand uh, for your content. Kind of been thinking uh, what about was your for a while? thought process um, on that? And, and I think, honestly, there was a couple of things like why I didn't kind of pull the trigger on it and start it a bit earlier was, you know, one thing is that I was putting a lot of pressure on myself thinking, oh, if I try to do like other card games and I'm not you know, super great at them, or I'm not at like the top of legend or masters or whatever other rank levels, you know, the other card games have that uh, people won't like my content, or they won't like watching me anymore. Or if I step away just from Hearthstone uh, completely, then, you know, people will not want to watch my content. Um, and, you know, eventually, I kind of came to the realization that like, I love card games in general. And I, I just love talking about card games. And a lot of it is like, the the similarities between the card games and different like skills that you can translate between them when you're learning a new one or you know all of that so for me it was like you know i i think it's time to be able to just 
do card games in general and not be like very specifically Hearthstone. Um, plus it's, you know, it's going to offer me in the long run, uh, more opportunities to grow my content, you know, just be visible in, in different scenes and, uh, you know, kind of be able to actually fill in, uh, fun times, I guess. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes if I'm, if I'm not enjoying the Hearthstone meta and I'm forcing myself to also create content, it, it really feels terrible. Um, but as I've realized with kind of covering a lot of card games, it's, uh, there's always something happening. There's always some expansion coming out or something changing in card games and, or new ones coming out like this week. So it's, you know, it's now, really have you seen to while you've been switching this content around and like you, you go from playing Hearthstone for a while to, uh, re I, I forget all the names of the games, but have you noticed a, a new influx of people looking for your content? Or how's that going? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's still pretty recent. And I think, honestly, the last, like, week or week and a half, uh, I, I think it did the rebrand, like, a couple weeks ago at this point. And the last probably, like, week and a half, um, I've really kind of leaned more into it than I did before. So uh, I think especially with, like, Marvel Snap coming out uh, and playing that, like, on launch day, like, I, I think I started streaming it, like, half an hour after it actually released or something. So, um, you know, I did get like an influx of followers and stuff like that, uh, checking it out. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the podcasts as well here in a minute, I think. But, um, you know, there's, you know, one that I've been doing that has kind of also garnered me some, some more like followers and, and people checking out my content as well. So it's kind of one of those where it's, I might have lost some people who, were only following me for Hearthstone. And then as soon as I rebranded, they were like, ah, eh, no, maybe I don't want to follow anymore. Cause I, I just want to see like standard Hearthstone. Um, but I think over the long run, you know, I, I will continue seeing that, uh, that influx of interest. And I'll say that, for me, I've had the experience of both with content creators I follow. Some people I've followed just because of the Hearthstone. And when they started branching out into something, I wasn't interested in what they were branching out of. But there have been also some content creators where I've invested in them. Yeah. And then even if they switch content, I think the biggest I thing in, so in terms of that for like accepting on both, it right? on my like, end so has been it, kind of that it exact realization. It's like, hey, you know, not everybody is going to stick around when I make this change because they, they want to see specifically, you know, Hearthstone standard or whatever. And like not taking it personally if people stop coming, you know, to my stream or, you know, not watch my YouTube videos anymore, things like that. And just realizing you know, like I said, that it's like, this is what I want to do. And I just feel a lot happier myself, which that, you know, ultimately, wow, that's a, that's a huge factor when you're creating content as well, because uh, if you sound happy and you enjoy what you're doing, uh, that shows through. Yeah. And then that's the biggest thing that, that scares people away from branching uh, for diversifying is you are known as a content creator in X space. And when you start to, I'm going to be a variety streamer. If you don't already have that big following, it's, it's a scary proposition. So, um, um, I, I love your Thank content. You. I, I watch you all the time. So, um, I'm rooting for you here and um, hope you can make it. So you did mention that you do a couple podcasts. Uh, so what podcasts are you on and what are they about? Yeah, so the last, uh, wow, I think it's probably been two years now. I think it's been about two years. Um, I didn't even realize it had been that long. I've been on uh, the Doctor 3 podcast, which is uh, myself, uh, Alkaline Cat, and Major Death. And we do talk about standard Hearthstone. I'm kind of really trying to dive into like news. We have a little tournament segment and then we talk about, you know, whatever's going on in the meta, uh, ways to improve your game, maybe specific deck discussions. Um, but it's really focused on like ladder and, and standard specifically. Uh, and then the, the second one that I have uh, started recently the last few weeks is uh, called the TCCG Roundtable. And that is myself and Itachi. Uh, he's, he's great. Um, 
he also does like he has quite a history in multiple card games and stuff as well uh and so what we do is every week on fridays we're live streaming it on my youtube but uh we also kind of turn it into an audio podcast and stuff as well uh we bring on one to two guests every week from around just the card game you know kind of sphere universe whatever we're (laughs) whatever we're calling it and uh we talk about just like card game news so in general so each week you know maybe it's like oh hey uh legend of runeterra had an expansion this week and then in other news uh magic the gathering announced their uh you know magic 30 set stuff and then you know the, yeah that, that's its own thing <laughs> um <laughs> you know and then and then in the news it'll be like oh and also marvel snap is releasing in a week and a half you know so like that would be the news segment kind of covering all those kind of big things that are happening around all the card games or, or as many as we can. Uh, and then we kind of do the same thing with like a, we're calling it competitive play instead of just tournaments. I think Hearthstone specifically kind of leans into calling them tournaments, but a lot of the other uh, card games, especially when you go play like, you know, in person, uh, it's competitive play. So we have a segment on that kind of talking about big news, things that's going on across all the card games there. And then we have like a a deep dive discussion that correlates, uh, you know, between the different card games. So, for example, like the first week, um, we kind of talked about uh, like comparing something like aggressive decks across all the different card games. Like how does, you know, something like playing an aggressive deck in Hearthstone vary from you know, playing an aggressive deck in like Legends of Ruterra or Magic or Eternal um, based on the mechanics in the game, you know, whatever. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. I think last week uh, we talked about uh, like skills that you can actually take between different card games, especially if you're, you know, maybe you play one or two and you're learning a new one, um, like what kind of skills actually translate that you can use across different card games to make it a little bit easier or better on yourself. I look forward to the episode that you eventually have on if you're, uh, I think, a Timmy or a Tommy, whatever that is, because <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. understand that yet. So, you know, I don't either. I need to get I need to uh, I need to do my research on that one. Uh, so you're part of an organization called Amber Flight Gaming. Um, how long have you been on there and what has that organization been like? Uh, well, I have been on there from the start, which was uh, in November three years ago. So uh, 19 uh, because I'm the one that created the team. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. She, she's, not also, she's not just a member. She's also a client. <laughs> yes, that's right. So I'm, oh, I actually I'm, have no idea. Uh, that's awesome. I'm <laughs> the founder of Amber Flight Gaming. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's been very interesting. Um, we've kind of, right now, the past few years, like we've really centered ourselves around Hearthstone, ultimately definitely want to grow the team beyond just hearthstone you know pick up other games and things like that um but i've been learning a lot about um leading specifically you know like uh how to lead other people uh especially when things get tough and uh just trying to learn basically about running not only just your own business but an esports team specifically because that's kind of a newer thing and oh boy, is that a it's kind of a mess, honestly. Like the the esports <laughs> gaming scene in general is like it's just all over the place. I don't think anything is like for sure. Um, but the biggest thing with the team is I really kind of set out to create an environment where it's focused on the players first. You know, since I've been a player and I've been a part of other teams, it's like. I didn't want to do things like, oh, okay, let's sign you on and then force you to play in a certain number of tournaments every month. And then, oh, by the way, when you win money from those tournaments, uh, we're taking that. I, I just, for me, that didn't feel like a great thing. It was like, no, if, if they're putting in the time to practice for these tournaments and play for these tournaments, like that should be their money, you know, that they're earning. So it's, um, you know, again, like a lot of learning experience and, and really trying to grow that. But, uh, it's had its it's had its ups and downs, but I think it's mostly been been good. So, continue trying to grow that, and we'll see where the future takes it. Awesome. So, what is your favorite Hearthstone deck of all time? Uh, that would be the 
Katrina Wis- Winter Wisp, uh, Death Rattle Hunter. I loved that deck with cubes and when, and you pull stuff out. Oh my gosh, I love that deck. Yes, I feel like uh, cube as well. Uh, honestly, like that was uh, the time that I really learned how to play for tempo and like being on board. Because sometimes you would just play cube like just as a body because you had to. You're like, well, I don't have anything. And if I don't do anything, then I just have this empty board. And uh, I, I think as well that the fact that I love Hunter and I loved that deck in general and it really kind of taught me a fundamental skill. I was like, yeah, this deck is great. I love it. Fundamentals. That sounds very interesting. We should talk about that again we soon. We should. Yeah. It's a good idea. So uh, with all the projects you have going on, where do you hope to be in a year from now with them? Um, okay. Well, <laughs> I, will, I will start by saying uh, anyone that is already familiar with me knows. And if you are not familiar with me and this is your first time, um, I am a big dreamer. I always have like big goals, big things I want to do, uh, which, you know, is, is great, but sometimes I dream a little too big. Um, but honestly, like this time next year, I, I want to have my own like official studio to actually like fly guests for like the TCCG roundtable and stuff too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tito's eyes got really big. They're like, what? Um, you know, and just like I had, I don't know if it was like a daydream, a vision. Um, but before we announced that this was happening and when I was kind of getting all the details figured out for the roundtable show, I had this like vision of seeing me and like some other chairs with some people like on a stage. And, you know, I was standing there, you know, like nicely dressed you know, the clip on microphone I had like note cards in my hand. And I saw like the camera panning up uh, like overhead, you know, as I was starting the intro for the show. So, uh, you know, to be able to like be in a position like that, uh, do things really uh, amp up like the video kind of quality with having an, you know, an in studio show like that. Um, that's, that's a dream of mine for sure. So, yeah. I'll just leave it at that and not list like the six other things. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's pretty big. I hope you get to do it. Um, and so like when I have been taking classes at the local college, I'm a film major. So like I've seen like production stuff. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun when you get there. Thank you. So, you know, I look forward I, to I was, it. I, I really appreciate the way that you phrase that saying when I get there. Because sometimes when you have especially really big dreams, people are like, oh, that sounds cool. And like, that's it. Or they say, you know, oh, well, if you can, if you can do it. But you said when. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, you got to pull the homies up. You know what I mean? Like, you got to root for them because otherwise. What are you doing? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I just want you to know that besides Hearthstone, I'm now becoming a Marvel Snap player. And I, I did grow up on uh, MTG, so when you need to fly me out, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, you will definitely Bye-bye. be invited. <laughs> All right, Doc. I, I think I'm getting kind of hungry. Broccoli, broccoli, it's time to eat your broccoli. All right, so the topic for this week's main course is fundamentals. But before we get into the main course, we're doing something a little different. So... In our last few interviews, we've basically conducted an interview with the the guests that we've had on and asked questions about their expertise. Like, for example, with Andrew, we talked about how to best utilize HS Replay. With Edelweiss, we were talking about deck building. So um, in this case, we um, want to have a segment. The entire point of Bread and Butter is to help everybody get better at Hearthstone and and. In order to get better, you have to be good at the fundamentals of anything that you do. So we're actually going to have a Dragon Rider here um, on uh, about on a monthly basis, as long as her schedule allows. You know, she's got a lot to do. Um, she's very generous with her time. 
but we're going to have her on about... We didn't want to try to jam all the fundamentals in Hearthstone into one episode because that would be kind of doing a disservice to not only um, the knowledge we can get from Dawn, but the knowledge we're going to give to you because we would be rushing through probably some essential topics. So um, I'm very excited, Dawn, that you agreed to do this, and we'll have you on about once a month, and, and we'll talk about a different fundamental. And today our topic, I believe you said, is turns and phases. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I I'm aiming to kind of have uh, five or six segments here is kind of how I broke this down. And I, I was thinking about it, and it's like, okay, well, how do we want to break this down? And I thought, what is the very first thing that people need to understand? And I think it really boils down to uh, the facts of like how turns work and phases. And I say that, especially since I've been doing a lot of other card games, Hearthstone is kind of unique in that it, it doesn't have phases. You know, in other card games you have like, oh, you can play cards and then you have like an attack phase. Or you can only attack at like certain points and then maybe the opponent can block. Well, but in Hearthstone, it's just like your turn. And then that's it. And then like end. And then it's your opponent's turn. And then that's it. Like, uh, so you have to figure out for yourself how things go within your turn. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Uh, it seems super simple, right? Like, okay, I could do things in any order that I want to. But when you're kind of given that freedom, it also leads you to be able to kind of misplay and misorder things a little bit more easily than maybe in some other card games. So I really wanted to talk about the turn and, and essentially different phases or different orderings of play that you can or maybe shouldn't do. So the first thing is, you know, talking about playing your cards. You really have to think about the order that you're playing your cards in. Now, this is a skill that you definitely will develop, and it's going to change a little bit uh, for every kind of deck that you're playing in, in terms of uh, what the deck wants to do. And then even further down the line, it will change even a little bit more based on the decks you're playing against. But for the very, very basics, you got to think about is the card you're playing going to impact something else that you're going to do? So if you're playing a minion, okay, you can play that minion out. Well, now do you need to play a buff? Well, you definitely need to play the minion first before you can just play a buff because you have nothing on board. So at, at like the very basic level, that's kind of the ordering that you need to think about. Now, uh, I think over time, this is, it, it's felt like people talk less and less about it. Uh, but another thing is looking at how your turn might change. So what I mean by that is draw mechanics and RNG type effects. If you don't really have, you know, a solid thing to do, or if you think, hey, maybe I want to play this card that's going to draw me two more cards. It generally is best to do that early in the turn because what you draw might then change what you want to do. Same thing with the RNG effects. Is there going to be something that you're going to play that's going to evolve everything on the board? Eh, maybe you can, you might want to do that earlier in the turn and see what happens. Or maybe you kind of have a full board and you want to do that evolve effect. Well, now you got to look at, I better attack with those minions first before I do the evolve effect. So it can change. And that's, that's one example of how maybe playing things in a different order can be impacted based on what you're doing. But looking at those things, again, it's, it's a very broad, vague, just it's your turn. And you can, you can certainly play that evolve effect first if you want to before attacking, but that's going to impact what's going to happen now over the next consecutive turns and maybe you end up not having enough damage to kill your opponent because you didn't attack first. So that is, uh, do either of you have like questions or, or anything so far? Well, not questions, but I mean, it, along those lines, it also, you have to do the math 
what you're going to do in that turn. Because if, if you realize that, hey, I have six mana, I'm going to... I have three mana worth of stuff that I'm going to do, but I'm also a warlock and I have a hero power. You don't want a hero power at the end of the turn unless there's a reason to do it at the end of a turn for some kind of effect. Ideally, you want to do that first because the card you draw may impact the play that you would have made that turn versus not being able to make the play based on the card you drew. If you figured out at the beginning of that turn that at some point I am going to have to hit that hero power button and see what the card is. Um, so ordering also factors in with, with that sort of how much mana do I have? What can I do with it? Um, am I having to spend it on a hero power? When should I do that? And, and, and that's something I think you need to also consider as well. Uh, I don't really have like many questions because that was one of the first things that Animor from Sogoy kind of like tried to beat into me as he was helping me get better was RNG first. Like if you don't know what to do, RNG first is a good way to change your game plan. So that's for my personal play. That's what I try to do is just RNG first and then see if that changes whatever else I wanted to do. And it might not always be the right play, right, Don? Like you might not always sure. do the like, – for if you're going to clear things and – you're, you're, you have to attack into some taunts and it makes sense to attack into the second mob with your saber um, if you're playing hunter and then there's the RNG there of what it might draw. You still have to do that in the right order and while the RNG might take place later, it, it, it all depends on the current board state and the, in your hand and everything else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just a, you know, that's kind of what each and every turn and ultimately the game as a whole boils down to is looking at the turn, looking at the order that you want to do things in and how those decisions, what order you do things in will impact the game. Like I said, if, if you have a full board of minions that can attack and you don't hit them into the face or try to make some trades, you know, clear a couple of your opponent's things off and then you do some sort of evolve effect you miss out on all that damage, which down the line could mean that you don't have enough damage later to, you know, end the game and, and put your opponent to zero or lower. So it's, it's just that, you know, looking at how you want to do things. Now I reference other games because, you know, also another thing talking about minions and trading is that in some other card games, you have, you know, specific lanes maybe that you play cards in or you have uh, like an attack phase and then your opponent can put up blockers. Uh, but in Hearthstone, it, all those decisions on like how the trades go and where you send your damage is all on you. <laughs> For better or worse, that is all on you. And uh, we've all been in both of those better and worse decisions, <laughs> right? You can you could definitely, uh, I'm sure, think of a time where you're like, oh, cool, I made this great trade, and then I got to keep this big minion on the board, and that feels great because I made that good decision. And then later, maybe it's, oh, man, my opponent got to clear all of my minions, and I can't keep anything on the board. Well, that sucks, and now I lose the game. Uh, so there is that, that decision-making of where you want to send damage, and, you know, Ultimately, I think that is one thing that from the very start, talking about hitting face or trading into minions, I'm not going to dive uh, too deeply into that right now, but that is one of those decisions that, again, falls on you during your turn. And that is something that for a lot of players is very difficult to figure out, you know, how often you need to be trading into minions or how often you should be going face and maybe ignoring your opponent's minions. Uh, but that's yet another example of like the scope of what can happen in your turn and how heavily those decisions you do or don't make can impact the game. Yeah. That's one of the uh, most interesting things. I think where you start to get better as a Hearthstone player is a lot of times you will have your minions and you'll look at the board. You say, well, I can clear this guy with this guy and I can clear this guy with this guy. And, 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 and then you need to realize, well, what's their health? What's my health? Am I the beatdown? Am I, am I the control deck? And, and you have to say, well, no, they're going to clear if I don't. 
So I should be the one going to face. They're the ones that are going to clear. And and a lot of times, some you have to make sure you remember to do all the things because sometimes you forget to make an attack. And that one damage from that one four that was sitting in the corner there, um, when you lose and your opponent has one health, that's that's the problem. And what you were saying too about uh, taking the time to weigh your options i can't the, the main reason i started streaming and, and is that i am an impatient player and i will it'll be my turn i'll see the line i'll go click 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 and turn and then oh maybe i should have done something a little different i see a different line now i've already ended my turn so I started streaming to say, I'm going to talk through my turns and I'm going to explain what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to say, what else could I do here? How, how are they going to win? How am I going to win? And, and, and it makes a huge difference when you take that time to order, order your phases in your mind and, and, and take the time to do it. Now, you only have two minutes or whatever it is, but... Um, that's a, a world of time if you compare it to just going click, 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 done. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, again, you know, I, I reference that this is really different than other card games because I, I think that is something that, again, from my experience with Pokemon and Magic, and then I started Hearthstone, and it's like, oh, wait okay, I can just, um, I can attack like in any order I want with my stuff or like I can, I could like do one attack and then I can play a card and then I can attack with this other thing. Like that for me, it was like, it was almost mind blowing. I'm like, whoa, what? I don't have to like have an attack phase to send everything at once. You can, you really can pivot your turns and your decisions how you want to, uh, which like I said, for better or worse, it just means that that is a skill that you do have to develop is like looking at that. But you know, I think thinking of it instead of turn in terms of, Oh gosh, I need to make all these trades and how am I going to order all of these cards? Just think of it uh, kind of in, in one decision at a time, right? Like, okay, in my turn, I can attack. Do I want to attack this turn? If I want to attack, am I attacking into another minion? If I want to attack, am I attacking face? If I want to attack, do I need to play a buff first, you know, or, or something like that? Do I want to hero power this turn? That's another decision, right? So that's actually the biggest issue I run into is playing demon hunter when you yeah. have Curtis on board <laughs> and then yeah. you start making, you start making trades and then you realize, oh, I'm going to have four mana left over. I should have hero power trade, hero power attack, hero power. And, and I always get ahead of myself when i'm playing that so i think that's a great place where it's like well no, you need to have an idea of what you're going to do before you get into your uh, your attack phase yeah and and like i said it's you know there's not even like a full attack phase because you can do exactly that you can make an attack and then with the kurtra steam and hunt you know uh hero okay make one attack and then i can hero power because it refreshes oh then i can attack again Oh, now my hero power is refreshed. I can do that again. So things will change uh, what you can do in the turn. Uh, but that that's why I just, I really wanted to talk about this. Like in terms of, there are so many things you can do. And it's, if you misorder stuff, uh, especially if you're really learning, you're, you're trying to get these basics down. You're like, oh crap, I attacked. And then I used this hunter hero power that put out a uh, Leoc and I missed the damage there. We've all done it. It happens. <laughs> Just, you know, try to use that as a lesson and be like, oh, yeah, okay. So maybe in the future I can take that experience and I can look at it as, uh, is there something I should try doing before I make this attack? Um, so it's, again, it's it's so vague just having a turn and then you have to, like, figure everything out for yourself. But the more you practice it, the more you kind of sit down and say, okay, I, I'm going to take these next three games, let's say, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about what kind of attacking I want to do over this, these next three games, and that's what I'm going to focus on during my turn. Or 
if you want to take the next three games and say, okay, I'm going to look at my turn and say, is there something I need to make sure I do very first before I do anything else? Is there, if, if you have to tell yourself out loud, even, even if you're not streaming and say something like, okay, do I need to, or can I draw or do an RNG effect before I make other decisions? Say it out loud. Then you, you will look for that. And then, you, oh, okay, uh, cool. I can draw a couple of cards first. And now I can think about the rest of my turn. But I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like it's so overlooked, uh, this kind of skill with Hearthstone, because it is so different than other card games. And it's not just RNG on your side of things. You may clear a minion that has a death rattle that summons something else. And what that minion that you clear summons is going to have a drastic effect on what the rest of your turn looks like. Same thing with um, planning the order of way you're testing for secrets. Uh, you have, you can very easily forget that, hey, if I play three cards this turn, I'm going to get popped in the noggin for nine damage. Uh, or summon a minion that's going to put a taunt in my way so that I can't execute the plan that I vaguely had in that 10 seconds I thought about it before I attacked. So... It's not just the RNG of what you're playing. It's the RNG of what your your opponent might play. And it's also just the strategy of, you know, secrets and, and other effects. Like, don't play your one, two minions if they have a sigil down that's going to kill your, your one, two minions on the next turn. Like, unless you're trying to buff your Denathrius or something. Like, you have to evaluate everything that's in play, not just what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's that's a great uh, kind of spot to wrap this up is is that, uh, like you mentioned, maybe death rattles or some effect happening on the other side of the board and secrets are uh, really the only way that like your opponent's stuff can interact on your turn, which I think is another kind of big difference with, with Hearthstone versus even some other card games. And, you know, again, yeah, sometimes it's like for better or worse, like, hey, if I if I make this trade on my turn and kill off that death rattle thing, is it going to summon something else? Do I have to think about that? Do I care about that? Do I ignore it? Maybe maybe ultimately then you decide I don't want to trade into that thing. Um, but there's no opportunity for your opponent to play stuff on your turn. So, you know, other than like those type of effects, you kind of just get to do the things that you want to do on your turn. Uh, and, and like when you when you're playing magic for example mm -hmm. like you always play the 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 snarky kid wearing playing the jace blue deck and they're gonna counter spell counter spells <laughs> counter spell but they're going to decide uh what they counter spell you're playing a mage you think there might be a counter spell you make the decision on what gets counter spelled if you think that's what you see what you're testing for so you have more agency in your phases than you might in another card game Can I, uh, can I say, unless there's any other thoughts, can I just let everybody know what the next topic is? I would love that. All right. So yes, next month when I join, if y'all are ready for that, we're going to move away from talking about turns and we're going to talk about the resources that you can leverage in Hearthstone and how to use those. That sounds very exciting. I, I just watched a video literally this morning or yesterday i forget which where they were talking about a card game and how card games are important and and the resources were cheese because it was a game about cows it was pretty fantastic but anyway uh, all all this talk of cheese and stuff has got me a little full but doc i think there's a little room for dessert what do you think i agree the time has come for this cookie so dragon rider uh one, where can people find you? And two, is there anybody you would like to thank? Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll start with where people can find me. Uh, so one of the, the big spots is Twitter. You can find me there at Donnie DK. It's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, and then Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, like all that other good stuff is Dragon Rider TCCG. Uh, yes, it is. It is the TC. I know sometimes people are like, what? what does that mean? It's just the trading card game and collectible card game put together. 
<laughs> Tito, again, big eyes. Okay. No, 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 because I always thought it was the collect, uh, the, the collect gotcha. card game. Yeah. So to hear it both ways is kind of interesting. Now, have you thought about re rechanging your Twitter handle to be the same as Dragon um, Rider TCCG? So my like name above that is is Dragon Rider TCCG. So you could probably still find me on Twitter using that. Uh, but the actual at, like, I don't know if I can even change that or not. But oh, okay. Well, you know, you I guess I can then. Um, maybe I, maybe I should. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I just relabeled myself because I used to be uh, J Can Dance because I used to teach ballroom in college. But that was going to be very confusing for anybody <laughs> trying to find me yes. as Tito Santana. And Tito Santana was taken because he's an actual professional wrestler. So I went with Tito Santana HS, HS which was, was available. And um, um, so I do know you can change it if you want to, but um, just curious if you were well, going to do or not. Maybe I should. How about you, Doc? <laughs> yes. um, oh, I'm sorry, Don. Was there anybody you'd like to um, thank or anything, anything um, you'd like to shout out? I mean, just there's there's a ton always. But, uh, you know, shout out to the pod people uh, from THL. You got, like, Wicked Good, Ridiculous Hat, Sway Bay, Starlax, uh, Matted Arms. Wonderful, wonderful crew there. Uh, shout outs and thank you to my other fellow hosts of the other podcast, uh, Alkaline Cat and Mage Death from Doctor Three, and of course Itachi from the TCCG Roundtable, and uh, thank you to both of you for having me on and doing this because it's an absolute blast. And like I said earlier, I love talking about card games, and I, I love talking about like the skills that I've learned over all of these years playing that that kind of helped me get better at, at these card games. And uh, this was a really cool opportunity to be able to share some of that knowledge. So thank you. Well, you can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at Tito Santana HS. Um, and I'd like to thank, obviously, Dawn, not for just being here, but she also um, was on Watch This uh, just recently, which is a project that, you know, just the guy and I talked about last week. Um, so go ahead and go check that out. Uh, both the uh, two minute and the extended version are now out on YouTube. You can find that on, on, on uh, TV Watch This uh, on Twitter. Um, also like to thank Alkaline Cat um, since you brought her up because uh, uh, because they initially, um, as soon as we had the show out, she was one of the first people to listen to Bread and Butter and to give us initial feedback. And, and that was, and not just, you know, hey, great, you're doing good, but with some critical feedback and, hey, think about this, do this and all that. And, and that was the kind of feedback that you don't usually get because people are like, oh, you're doing great, you know, good job. But you want to hear the, hey, uh, Tito, uh, your, your mic sucks or, or whatever it might be. So, so, so we appreciate it. And I also want to thank, uh, gossip curl, uh, who was also on, um, the, uh, watch this this week. And if you don't, are not familiar with her, if you ever watch the video where the girl is like watching the Shadowlands trailer and saying, what's going on and rooting for Sylvanas cause she didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, uh, she went viral with that video and she's an awesome streamer. She's a lot of fun, high energy, and I get to interview her this week. So I want to thank her for that. Cause that was, that was really, uh, fun and, and special. And I guess, thank you for the doctor that figured out that my, my, my puppy was going to be okay. Um, how about you doc? Um, who'd you like to thank and where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me uh, Twitter and Twitch and YouTube at Doc McButt. YouTube content's old right now, but I'm hoping to change that. Um, and I'd like to thank Dragon Rider for being on the show because it truly means a lot to have someone who's been so aggrained in the community for such a long time to be willing to hop on our show on a semi-regular basis uh, and just give everyone the knowledge that is just floating around in your brain. So thank you. Uh, Tito, how about yourself? We already talked about that. Yep, we sure did. <laughs> uh, I will say, though, that I always think of Dawn as, as the the lady ridiculous hat because she's involved in everything and anything and brings up a lot, has a lot of knowledge and is always super helpful. So uh, that's kind of the way I've always thought of her. That's like the best compliment I've ever gotten. Thank you. You're welcome. And we appreciate you having on. 
Uh, but anyway, guys, I think that's it. I, I think we're toast. Slide two brothers meet one another when they slide up to the mic. Sit, come, listen, maybe change your position. What they say could be right. I've got a lesson, a small confession, opinions out of sight. It's bread and butter with one another. Let's start up that recording light.